our lead for research and development for the research and development blueprint for epidemics. And we also have our usual large panel of experts online, as I mentioned, and we'll call upon them whenever the question uh, requires it. And as always, we have full simultaneous translation services in the six UN languages. Thank you once again, interpreters, for all your work today and all your work throughout what's been a very intense year. But now, without further ado, we will go to Dr. Tedros for his opening remarks. Dr. Tedros, you have the floor. Thank you, thank you, Margarita. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. 2022 has been another very challenging year for the health of the world's people. The third year of the COVID-19 pandemic, a global outbreak of MPOX, an Ebola outbreak in Uganda, wars in Ethiopia and Ukraine, cholera outbreaks in multiple countries, drought and flooding in the greater Horn of Africa and the Sahel, flooding in Pakistan, and numerous other health emergencies. That's not to mention the multiple other threats to health that people face year in, year out, in the air they breathe, the products they consume, the conditions in which they live and work, and in their lack of access to essential health services. And yet, as 2022 draws to a close, we still have many reasons for hope. The COVID-19 pandemic has declined significantly this year. The global monkeypox outbreak is waning, and there have been no cases of Ebola in Uganda for more than three weeks. We're hopeful that each of these emergencies will be declared over at different points next year. Certainly, we are in a much better place with the pandemic than we were a year ago. When we were in the early stages of the Omicron wave, with rapidly increasing cases and deaths. But since the peak at the end of January, the number of weekly reported COVID-19 deaths has dropped almost 90%. However, there are still too many uncertainties and gaps for us to say the pandemic is over. Gaps in surveillance, testing, and sequencing mean we do not understand well enough how the virus is changing. Gaps in vaccination mean that millions of people, especially health workers and older people, remain at high risk of severe disease and death. Gaps in treatment mean people are dying needlessly. Gaps in health systems leave them unable to cope with surges in patients with COVID-19, flu, and other diseases. Gaps in our understanding of post-COVID-19 condition mean we do not understand how best to treat people suffering with the long-term consequences of infection. And gaps in our understanding of how this pandemic began compromise our ability to prevent future pandemics. We continue to call on China to share the data and conduct the studies we have requested and which we continue to request. As I have said many times before, all hypotheses about the origins of this pandemic remain on the table. 
At the same time, WHO is very concerned over the evolving situation in China with increasing reports of severe disease. In order to make a comprehensive risk assessment of the situation on the ground, WHO needs more detailed information on disease severity, hospital admissions, and requirements for ICU support. WHO is supporting China to focus its efforts on vaccinating people at the highest risk across the country. And we continue to offer our support for clinical care and protecting its health system. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.